Hey guys, it's your boy Super Jojo back in studio recording another episode just for you. And today we're going to be talking about a topic that's close to my heart. We're going to be talking about redefining our view on Africa and leadership. Stay tuned for more. We are here to fight for change in our city. We are the Johannesburg Junior Council. So the first thing that we're going to talk that we're going to be talking about today is um the historical greatness of Africa. So um some people might you know be tempted to think that Africans were you know less sophisticated or, or less advanced than the rest of the world historically but I'm here to tell you today that there's nothing like that. Instead the opposite is true. Africans built sophisticated and complex societal structures and we actually did have a huge impact on the world and first i'm going to talk about the muslim moors very few people know that the muslim moors conquered southern europe in 711 ad and when these muslims when they conquered southern europe the difference between the moorish occupation of europe and the um, and the european occupation of Africa was when the Europeans came to Africa they destroyed the culture they made the Africans you know they turned them into slaves and they just disregarded the culture and they enforced their culture and their beliefs on the Africans but in 711 AD when the Moors conquered Europe we we saw the opposite instead the Moors cherished the European culture and they enriched the the the, the European culture instead of destroying it and they did not put the Europeans in chains so they actually you know embedded the european people when they conquered southern europe so these moors are very interesting people if you go read about it because when they went to europe there was a there was a illiteracy rate of 99% and there was actually only two universities in europe in that time and when the moors went there they built like 17 universities and they invented so many technologies i mean They, the the Moors were the first ones to take water from up the mountains and distribute it into the European homes. They were the first people to bring those technologies. And when they went to Europe, there wasn't a single public bath or public library. They opened public baths, public libraries. They wrote books. You know, they just they enriched the the European culture. And and I'm not just talking, you know, like nonsense. You can actually go search it. It's it's an actual thing. It's just that. not many people talk about it because it's it's become one of it's become a victim to history and that is the sad part but africans have been historically great and yes they were they, they were kicked out of europe i think two centuries or something like that later but they were a great nation at at their peak they wrote they wrote many um scrolls and 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 papers and books and you know just africans were innovating they we've been innovating i mean when you look at the the sails that that the the boats that columbus used to when when he went to go conquer or so or, or so he called it when he went to go conquer the world the sails on those boats were arab latin sails and those sails were built in africa you know by by the arabians so we can see that africans have been innovative even when pythagoras let's go to maths um pythagoras um actually went to africa to get educated even fibonacci went to africa to to get educated so you can see that there's been a history of 
of, of great civilizations and knowledge in Africa. And the second thing I'm going to talk about is Great Mapungubwe. Now, Great, um, great Mapungubwe was, was a great city in, in Africa, a matter of fact. And it was also a sophisticated and, and you know, advanced advanced society and also with Great Mapungubwe there was Great Zimbabwe and Great Zimbabwe was also a complex societal structure and actually the, 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 the rulers of that kingdom controlled over 720 hectares of land so it was, it was, it was a great kingdom and the kingdom was very wealthy because they, they traded in beads, in bracelets, in glass and in gold so there's been arguments, right, about um, who built Mapungube, but, or I mean, rather, um, Great Zimbabwe. But carbon dating technology has proven that the people who built Great Zimbabwe were local to the area. So that means that they were Africans. So this, this, this thinking that Africans were backwards in any way, it's false. In fact, the opposite is true. Africans have always been an innovative and, you know, sophisticated um, people who contributes so much to the world and stay tuned for more information on you know redefining our view on africa and leadership the jjc podcast experience bringing you the content the stories and the insights we aspire to empower the voice of the unheard now i'm going to be talking about african success stories um, um, most of them I got from a book I read by Mushamba Mutuma. It's called Tech Adjacent. It talks about leveraging technology for business in an African perspective. So, um, yeah, I rate you go check it out. It, it really is a good book. But the first person I'm going to talk about is Idris Sandi. Now, this person, at age 22, he has written, he, he had written um, algorithms for Uber, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. I mean, he even turned down a scholarship to, to MIT. If we look at people like Roy Alela, who's a Kenyan, at age 25, um, they, um, they created a device that converts sign language to audio. I mean, that's, that's, that's just so amazing. Or if we take it to Nigeria now, there's a 27-year-old entrepreneur called um, Silas, Silas Adukunle, who founded Reach Robotics, right? And this, this reach robotics, they create robots that can be controlled by players and these robots fight with one another. So, um, when, 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 um, what, what happened with reach robotics was they actually ended up selling 500 bots to Apple for $7.5 million. And, and, and that's just extraordinary when I think about it. And they even, they, 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 they've been able to procure funding from VCs to the tune of $10 million. So it just shows you that Africa is just this innovative hub, you know, this excellent young people who are changing the world. If you go to, um, to Nigeria, Jessica Matthews holds 11 patents in the energy sector, and she's like in her 20s. That's, that's amazing. If you go to Rwanda, there's a company there called um, Zipline, and they're a medical drone delivery service. And... They can deliver medical packages to customers within 80 kilometers. So this just shows you that Africa is a vibrant, it's a vibrant continent which has a great future and has a lot to give to the world. The JJC Podcast Experience in partnership with the Red Radio.
Now, what I'm going to say is, in closing, is yes, Africa does have, um, you know, its flaws like every other continent, you know. And globally, we are experiencing a leadership crisis. And this stems from people who are reverting to being self-centered and egocentric. But what we need is we need the next generation of leaders, which is the youth, to stand up and tackle issues like poor governance, like unemployment, like inadequate healthcare, like in, inadequate education systems, and just tackle these very prevalent issues in society. So there's a saying which, which goes like, like this, how can you speak of the sea to a frog that has never left its pond? So leader, leadership begins with, with self-mastery. You can't give what you don't have. So before you, you, you can look at yourself as a leader, you need to understand deeply and profoundly who you are and what you stand for and what are your principles and, you know, just what is your character and, and define what that means for you. So what I'm going to say in closing is enjoy your pond as a youth, but don't become stagnant. There's bigger ponds waiting for you in the horizon. The question is, are you ready to take that leap, that, that leap of faith and become the next generation of Africa's leaders? Thank you, and I hope you enjoyed this podcast. This podcast was brought to you by the Johannesburg Junior Council in partnership with Red Radio.